Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and remember, you can watch me do these shows live every Tuesday at noon Pacific time on my Patreon. Uh, which is The Tony Soto Show. It's only $5 a month and you get access to exclusive content. And if you're watching this right now, you would know that I am doing this podcast topless. That's right. I'm giving you just bare shoulders and the top of boob. Um, <clears throat> I'm, and I know you're probably wondering why I am doing this. Well, apparently you got to show skin on Patreon in order to entice people to try to get, give you their $5 a month. So uh, this is my, uh, this is my, um, I'm exploiting myself. Please, Mr. President, please give me a $5 a month. Uh, truthfully, uh, the reason why I don't have a shirt on right now is because LA is in another heat wave and I try not to have the air conditioning running when I do this recording, but also world i don't know if i've mentioned this but i'm on the tiktok you know at the tony soto show on the tiktok and basically my tiktok is uh clips of these fucking shows and i have noticed that uh i need to go get new t-shirts like i am not a fashionista she's not fashion forward she doesn't you know most of her shit is black t-shirts uh that might say something about a midwestern state or whatnot um and uh so because i do the tiktoks I'm noticing just, I got the same fucking shirts all the goddamn time. So at this point, I needed to throw a little bit of, I needed to throw a wrench into the algorithm of TikTok. So I'm showing them my shoulders uh, uh, because we needed to see something new. So you're welcome, the TikToks. Here are my shoulders. Uh, always great to be back with you all. Uh, here we are once again, um, just trying to figure it out just trying to figure everything out you know recently uh well so next week on october 5th i am premiering my reboot of battle babies which is a lip-syncing battle show for uh just budding starting uh drag performers just uh, he, she's, and they's are just getting started in the drag circuit. And so I'm putting, I'm putting, pit them together to battle each other. We have Sir Vodka as a sponsor. Um, the, the finishing prize for this year, I think is $2,000. They're going to get, um, uh, uh, Maxwell got us a little makeup sponsorship, which I should have the information to right now, but I don't. Halsey's makeup makeup brand halsey that's something that people know right that's a person that people might know is halsey about face is that what the fucking makeup is called is this all just coming to me right now is it all coming together in my head right now uh well anyway we're going to be giving some uh product away for the winner of this contest but it starts on October 5th with the first four drag contestants of the cycle. So I'm super excited, but, you know, we're trying to think of ways that we can uh, incorporate because, you know, people with baby drag shows, it's really kind of dependent on these said babies to bring people, you know, it's like, it's like, listen, you fucking baby, you gotta fucking work for it. You gotta bring people. And the way I'm trying to design uh, Battle Babies is because it's for 
um, new contestants every week. This is really an opportunity for you as a viewer, if you are in the Los Angeles area on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. starting October 5th, come to Stash for Battle Babies because we give you uh, a, a way that you can partake and enjoy, and you can actually form relationships with these kings and queens. But that said, we were trying to think of a way that we can incorporate the audience to feel wanted and accepted and needed. So we came up with this way where like, uh, you can like vote for your favorite lip syncer because there's gonna be a red team and a green team. So basically what I have been doing for the past three days, and this is how you know that you ain't shit. This is how you know you ain't a rich drag queen. This is how you know when you be fending for yourself and ain't no one out there to help you is like I have been cutting for the past three days paper and not not a good job as you can tell not a great job uh a red side and a green side of these fucking papers so that way people can be like oh i love the green team oh i love the red team literally that's what this is but this is, took me three days to draw cut glue uh these fucking things together for only a hundred of them but i i think it's gonna be i i, I listen if you are in the los angeles area please come out to stash on October 5th and weekly from then on uh, for Battle Babies because this is the third bar in which I've been doing this show, but this is truly the incarnation of the show that I want to do. We have a liquor sponsor who is with us. We have um, uh, a bar that's really kind of rooting for us and wanting this show to succeed. We have a bunch of eager talent who wants to perform at stash for this show. So. Um, and if you have a queen or king that is involved, come out and support. But if you don't, come out and support too, because um, if you're a fan of drag, you never know who is going to be the next big person in drag. And so like um, going to shows that, that feature young queens is actually kings and queens is actually really quite awesome because you can be like, oh my God, I saw that person before they were anybody. And uh, what a great thing. So come out. Maxwell and I would really want, we really want you there. Stash, starting on October 5th. So please come. Please clip. Uh, so let me light this joint real quick. Mm. I'm still here. So... On top of cutting paper and sitting around my house for three days, I had a 42-year-old moment uh, where I sat into a car and I felt something snap in my back. So I've also been kind of like, it's been really kind of grueling, grueling on my mental health lately. I'm going to tell you, and I know it's just going to happen more. I know it's just going to happen more because our bodies are deteriorating and we're getting old and we're ultimately going to die. But there is nothing that ruins your whole week like feeling something snap in your back. You know what I mean? And the most humbling part of it was I was sitting in a took. I was sitting down. Like, that's the thing. You never know. Listen, young folks, and I hate to be the person to give you this information, but at some point, you're going to be doing the most mundane things and something's going to snap. And then all of a sudden, you're going to be like, oh, my God, uh, I don't have five days for this. That's how long it takes. Minimum five days for the pain to stop. I'll tell you, I have been taking the Advil. I've been on the Advil. 
Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm just so grateful. Like I don't have to do any drag this week because this is the last week that I won't be doing drag for a while. I, I will. I mean, I'm not going to not be doing drag every week now, probably until the day I fucking die, which is, is that the goal? Is that the goal? I guess it's the goal. Well, what can you do? I mean, I'm super excited. I, I, I'm grateful and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled uh, to, to be working regularly again. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but you know, the, the, the move back to normalcy financially for me has been a rough one. So this is hopefully going to be the situation where it is all fixed and remedied. So we shall see but I need the success of Battle Babies to happen. Uh, before we go any further, um, I do want to uh, let everyone who listens to the Tony Soto Show and shares the Tony Soto Show ideals uh, in Florida to be careful because of Hurricane Ian is about to like uh, hit, hit Florida. Fuck y'all up. It's going to be like a category three or category four. Now, you know, it's, I, I say that because I know I have listeners in Florida, but also you do know that um, Florida has uh, 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 not necessarily lived up to their potential for a long, long time. And they do really, really kind of weird things. Um, so it's hard for me to kind of root for them. But if you are a fan of the Tony Soto show, then I'm a fan of you. So if you are in Florida and you are dealing with this hurricane situation, get the fuck out. Uh, like, I don't understand this. Why? I mean, like, granted, I mean, maybe you want to get to your maker sooner. I don't fucking know. I don't know how you live. But like, why? Why? Get out. Get out. These people who want to, like, stay and ride it out. No one's going to respect you. That's not a respectful thing. You know, I mean, you're going to be the, the, the dumb guy. The dumb guy. And here's the thing, Florida. I'm sorry. It's going to be very hard for me to try to root for you because you're about to steal the thunder of Puerto Rico. And we never even gave Puerto Rico thunder. Like we never even gave them any thunder talking about uh, uh, let's let's rally for Puerto Rico. So sorry, Florida, batting on the hatches, get your shit together. I mean, you hear DeSantis all the time talking and you're like, fuck, does DeSantis really care about you people? He does not seem like he cares about you people. Like like even when he's talking about like how dangerous and cat catastrophic the, the hurricane's gonna be, it just sounds like he's just reading it because he just wants to read it. Not that he fucking cares. Fuck Ron DeSantis. And here's the thing. If y'all survive this Tampa bullshit or this fucking Ian bullshit and you still vote for DeSantis, the next one that comes through, I might not wish you so well. Did you see that Christian Walker, that annoying Christian Walker homosexual boy who is a, who is a, a offspring to Herschel Walker, the, who's running for governor of, uh, governor, mayor, governor, senator, senator of uh, Georgia, um, moved to Florida and now she's crying on her social media talking about wanting to come back to California. Bitch, we don't want you. We don't, we don't want you going to our Starbucks and harassing our fucking Starbucks people in the line or going to gas stations and fucking fil filming uh, uh, the gas pump. You dumb dick. No, I need you here. Stay in Florida and cry. That's where you belong in Florida. We can cry. But anyway, good luck. Good luck. Um, <laughs> Good luck, Florida. So I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned, but there's a heat wave happening here in uh, in California again. Uh, not as bad. I mean, like, I think it's a high as 92 today, but I'm going to tell you in LA, that's hot. Um, 
But it's funny because summer's over. We are now officially into fall. And uh, everyone is like, you know, got pumpkin spice fever. Like it's spooky season realness. Everyone's getting ready for Halloween. We're doing sweater weather. You know, like everybody's just like hunkering in. That is not necessarily a luxury that we get in SoCal. And it is like one of my most favorite times of the year. So it's super hard for me to like, uh, like that's why like if ever I go back to Illinois or whatever during like an autumn season, like a September, October, November, and it is hot. Oh, I feel cheated. I feel cheated because I want my pumpkin spice. I want my spooky season. I want my sweater weather. Um, but guys, listen. We're doomed because pumpkins are fucking expensive. And I, I'm sure this is Biden's fault somehow that you're not going to get your fucking pumpkins and your jack-o'-lanterns. We are literally like the only species of creature that grows things just to destroy them. We grow Christmas trees just to cut them down so we can decorate them and then leave them on the fucking sidewalk for fucking eight months before someone finally picks them up. We're the only ones who like grow by the masses gourds that could fuck it uh, so that we can like draw faces on it. And so that little kids can come around and fucking smash them. Like, do we need jack lanterns? Like, here's the thing. Do we need this like kind of media? Everything is expensive. I can't wait till Christmas till we find out all the trees are gone and all the presents can't be bought. Everything is tougher now. Do we need to talk about pumpkins here? I mean, it's drought. The farmers are like, hey, we got drought. So uh, we can't, we don't, we don't get any rain. So we can't really grow shit. And, uh, and, and that's just like, can't we just, 2022 and 2023 are going to be years where we're just going to have to do with less, going to have to deal with it and just suffer through. Can we just suffer through? Like, do we need this? Do we need to talk about this? And since we're talking about this, because I found this out on the news, let me ask you news people. Do we need to have a pun every time you talk about something? Do we need to say, like, like the, the guy was talking about the pumpkin shortage and 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 he and he he said uh he said something along the lines of of gorgeous. Now listen. Well done, sir. Gorgeous is great. I'm not, I, I, gorgeous is great. That's a good little play out words, good little punny thing. Congratulations. Do we need that? Do we need it all the time? Can't you just say words? This is the problem with what we're having right now. Like, like with, with emojis and talking and like just trying to cue up the language. Nothing's gonna, it doesn't always have to be that cute. We're talking about we're talking about the famine of the pumpkin and we need to be like, oh, what a gorgeous thing. Uh, do we need to like fucking make a little, do, do we need, is that how we as a human species can 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 make shit like bad news palatable? Cause I don't know, I'm gonna tell you, don't cute up shit that's bad. I don't need you to cute shit up this bad. Now, not that the pumpkin, and, and there's not a famine of pumpkins, I'm sure, but the shortage of pumpkins, isn't necessarily the most terrible news, but it's going to be news that pisses off the rubes. They're going to be like, goddamn Biden in a fucking pumpkin can't fucking. We don't need to cue it up. All right. We don't need to make it more palatable. That said, I do like gorgeous. Gorgeous. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tony Soto Show. 
All right, we are back with the show. And I mention it a lot. This is my favorite time of year. I do love an election season. I do love to I do love to sit here and just stress about what all the rubes and the flyovers are gonna do to the country as a whole. But you know, um that doesn't mean that there isn't some excitement happening uh, in Southern California politics. You know, we have uh, we have some things happening. We have some things happening, and um, so our our mayor race is actually kind of exciting because it's uh, between this billionaire guy named Rick Caruso and uh, Karen Bass, who uh, is a former senator or current senator. And uh, so in perfect LA fashion, you have to make, you have to make politics interesting because we are so caught up in our auditions. And if our agent is getting us the meetings that we need, oh my God, I could really use the pilot. Like, you know, we're very distracted by ourselves. Now, I've always talked about the prominence of Scientology that happens here in uh, Southern California. I say next to, and this could be wrong, I'm just spitballing, but I would say next to Clearwater, Florida, is that going to be taken by Ian? Because if that's going to be taken by Ian, come on, Ian, get those Scientologists, scoop them up and ship them out. But um, I think that we're the second biggest area for Scientologists. This could be a lie. I just feel like there's Scientology everywhere in fucking uh, Southern California. That's it. So Rick Caruso is a billionaire, which means he's not a politician, which means God knows where he spent his money. And also, which means he doesn't have a clue on how to run politics. If Donald Trump has taught us something, it's that we do not want businessmen as politicians. We do not want businessmen to run this country like they would their businesses. We are learning that people who have a lot of money and businesses typically run their shit crooked as fuck. There's slave labor somewhere in there. There's exploitation somewhere in there. There's cut corners somewhere in there. So we do not want businessmen thinking that they can be politicians. That said, well done, Caruso. He's he's released this uh, attack ad which shows Karen Bass giving a speech at some Scientology place, probably the Big Blue, probably the one that's in my neighborhood, um, in 2010. Dated? Yes. I mean, we were a completely different world in 2010. So, but effective? Yeah, kind of effective. It is, it is, because uh, here's the one thing. You don't want to be associated with fucking uh, Scientology. I mean, we'll we'll let people, we'll let like that Moss girl who's in that fucking show that's literally about her cult. Um, uh, uh, we'll we'll let her slide because she was born into it, or that bitch Dharma from Dharma and Greg, or fucking God forbid Kirstie Alley. You know, we'll we'll let Scientology exist, but we don't really want. Like, we don't want that. A politician shouldn't want that kind of connection. They're fucking dirty. It's a fucking fucking filthy cult full of fucking filthy culty people doing filthy culty shit. That said, so is Catholicism, Caruso. And don't tell me you don't do the sign of the cross whenever you walk by one of your bullshit little cult buildings. Here is my thing. Yes, Scientology is terrible. Like, everything that they say about Scientology is fucking awful. 
That said, so is fucking Catholicism. Your cult is no better. They're like, oh, like on this attack ad, they're like, oh, Scientology is very anti-homosexual. So the fuck is Catholicism? So the fuck is most religions? So shut the fuck up. I mean, effective. It is effective. And honestly, I'm just like... Now, I'm a big fan of Leah Remini, mostly because of her uh, fight against Scientology, but I feel like, oh my God, we're just days away now that Caruso has released this attack ad on Scientology, that Lisa Remini, who I like, who I think is a smart person, is going to come out and be like, fucking Caruso, like, you know, Snoop did, fucking Snoop. Uh, and, and, you know, fucking all these other goddamn celebrities who, you know, I mean, like who, like, oh, the, the Kardashians, but fuck them, they suck. But like, but here's also a thing, Caruso. Now, I don't think Scientology is as powerful as they used to be, but shit like that is the kind of shit that gets you, uh, 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 what's it called? Free, what's it called? Fair games. It's what gets you fair games. And I'll tell you. They lie, the Scientologists. They'll fucking go. They'll they'll hang out in front of some place where you're just chilling, maybe having a Reuben sandwich or whatnot, and you'll be walking out after you're all filled up, and they're like, "You're a fucking pedophile, aren't you? You fuck kids, don't you? You fucking drug using fucking Scientology." They're crazy. They're crazy. It's always those newer religions that are fucking batshit insane, like like more so than usual. Like, let's not forget the Mormons. They're wacko. Fucking insane. Um, oh, God. Oh, speaking of that, though, regarding uh, uh, religion, you know, I know. I know that now that we're not really necessarily in, in uh, an interview show, you kind of have to be a real staunch atheist to listen to this show now. <laughs> I'm very aware that now that, the, now that it is just my platform that I can say whatever I want, that I'm going to come real hard on organized religion because I kind of hate it. And I'm, that's probably going to make me lose listeners. But quite frankly, I don't want your stupid ass to be listening to me anyway. I feel like I have made this quite clear that if you believe in booga booga nonsense, I don't care. I don't care if you like me or don't like me or don't like what I say. Now that said, I want to talk about I believe it was a Carolina, because it typically always is. It's one of the Carolinas. There was a, a, a Sikh boy um, who, now, if you don't know about the Sikhs, the Sikhs used to be like mad-ass warriors. They used to fuck shit up. They were like the killers. They had swords. You know, they fought to death. Now, Sikh light is a little different. Still very sexy, man. However. There is a certain religious thing, which ooga booga bullshit nonsense, but in this country, you have the right to fucking believe. Um, uh, you, you know, they, they wear um, their head wraps and then they have to have like a blade on them. Now, the blade, I believe, is called a, a, a kirpan or a, a kirpan or but it, it is, it's supposed to symbolize their their warrior history in their past. Now. Uh, because we are in a country of freedom of religion, um, Sikh men are allowed to wear a representation of this sword, this blade, this knife. Um, I, I believe that they're they're typically uh, protected in a way where you can't pull them out and like stab folks. But this student was at school 
like hanging out in a school area when some idiot fucking school cop comes up and is like, um, yeah, we're taking your fucking, uh, we're taking your knife. Uh, um, we're fucking doing, they, they discriminated against this Sikh boy because they thought he just had a blade and he didn't, and he was trying to explain. And so of course they arrest him because, because why? Oh, because he was re re resisting arrest. Like you fucking morons. This is the problem. And this is where we are right now as a country. And this is where we should be scared. We have all these fucking Marjorie Taylor Greens and whatnot, these Boberts and whatnot talking about, ooh, Christian nationalism. Oh, this church, this country was founded on, on, on Judeo-Christian beliefs. Bullshit. Bullshit. And be scared. Because here's the thing. Freedom of religion is what we have now. That's not how it's not how it's going to be. And look, I am a proponent of freedom of religion. Please feel free to fucking believe in whatever you want to believe in. But I'm also a firm believer in keep it to your fucking self. And shut the fuck up. Don't try to bring that shit to me. So I'm with I'm with these fucking uh, smaller religions that aren't necessarily Christianity, not these subsets of Christianity. I'm talking about these smaller religions that you know, have a way to practice. And because they're a little browner, their shit's hostile to us and we don't want to see them do anything. I mean, fuck it. Y'all are just so lame. Y'all got to just chill out. And if, and if you can believe in your nonsense, then anyone can believe in their nonsense. Like, what is so hard to fucking believe about that? Oh, I didn't set my timer. Oh, well, this might be a long segment a segment or a short segment. We'll see, because I don't really know where we're at. Uh, but I do want to talk about this, because uh, we're having a situation that is billed as progress. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Are we fans of the space issue? Like, do we like space? Like, like when Bezos and, and, uh, and Elon were sending folks to space, all these celebrities and whatnot, were we into that? Like, oh, and now this resurgence of like, like, oh, we should get back to the moon. Get back to the moon get back i mean y'all are making it real hard to believe that you were even there at the moon now i'm not one of these crazy folks but i might be i'm just saying like oh now you have to send an unmanned ship to circle the moon like before you send a manned ship to, to send to the moon y'all got me confused about this moon thing did we do it or didn't we are we going back are we going for the first time y'all like y'all need to figure this out because i'm confused that said we just sent a ship 700 million miles away or some mess like that to, uh, as a test to hit an asteroid that was not coming to us. This asteroid was no danger to us, but we needed to see if we were ready or if we could protect our planet from an impending asteroid hit because Hollywood, you know, Hollywood has made us very aware that we are not safe ever. I mean, we are a floating rock through hurtling through space. So the idea that we haven't been hit with, and there's sure signs that asteroids have hit this planet in the billions of years that it has been in existence. So valid fear. So we send this fucking rocket out to, to hit this asteroid and to, to see if we can push it out of its trajectory. 
is this progress? Is this what we need? Is this what we want? Like, I mean, granted, sure. No one wants to go out like the fucking uh, dinosaurs, all right? We don't want to be hit by an asteroid and then for shit to all get fucked up and changed. However, I am a believer of life on other planets. I do believe that there is life on other planets. And what I want to know is, what do you think the civilization, the civilization is like that we just uh, 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 sent an asteroid to uh, to kill them? I don't know. Do we think about that? Did we just start uh, 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 interplanetary war by doing this? I don't know. I don't know. This is the things that we need to ask. But we don't ask because we think we're the only ones here. Like ripple effects. Throwing a rock in the ocean. Shit goes from shit. Like you drop shit and then shit happens as a result of that shit. What did we just unleash by this little test? I don't know. And we don't care. And maybe this is a dumb question to ask. Maybe we should just be like, hey, we're having... But at this point, it was like, I feel like if they knew of that asteroid that was so far away, then they had to have known or will know when there is impending doom. My thing is, I feel like you should just know it'll work. Like if you push something, it'll move. Did we need a test? I don't know. These are the questions I ask because I live alone. Um, uh, guys, I'm going to call it. I don't really know how long we went for today. Oh, I think I have uh, a, a few more minutes left. So actually, let me just uh, bring up one more thing before I go. Um, oh, wait. Oh, yes. This is, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about something. Guys, I'm, I, I, I think like, I, I think like in my brain now, I think I really, really, really want the legalization of all drugs. I want the legalization and the government regulated legalization of all drugs. Here's our, here's what we're having right now. We're having a real problem with fentanyl. We've been having a real problem with fentanyl. Now, look, I am about to exclude all of you really brave motherfuckers who do just fentanyl for fun like if you are a user of just fentanyl if you're like look i'm about to get fucking buck it's the weekend i've had a tough day let me get a bag of fentanyl and just ride it out then to you i say could have sir you were a different breed. You are a brave soldier. I really wish you would channel your courage into something a little more effective to the con continuation of society. But who am I to judge? And ultimately, RIP. That said, I am tired of these fucking uh, low-rate, cheap ass stupid corner cutting fucking drug dealers 
who are fucking up people's good times. You know, sometimes I just want a little pharmacy pill to make me feel a certain way. Sometimes I want, well, not me, I'm speaking in generalization. Sometimes I would want to do some cocaine that I picked up at the club because I was in a hurry and couldn't get it earlier. I would like sometimes to be able to take a fucking Molly pill or an ecstasy pill and pop two of them in a row because I'm feeling frisky and not die because they were cut with fentanyl. You lazy pricks. Like, why are you trying to kill your customers? So here's what I'm saying. If you're going to be a lazy ass drug dealer, you're going to cut your shit with shit that kills people. Then I say, government, take it away from them. Take it I'm a big proponent of the legalization of drugs on all levels, every drug. So, I mean, there's things that we need to do to make legalized drugs on all counts effective for everybody, the drug user and the everyday person who's just trying to walk by to go to the market. But we have people dying by the handful because they just want to go out and kick it and party and have a good time. And then all of a sudden they wake up dead because fucking some shitty drug dealer wanted to cut some costs. Like how cheap is fentanyl? Like what the fuck? All right, I had to have gotten to 30 minutes at that point. Y'all, we've come to the end of the show. You know, let me know if you are enjoying the show these days with just me. It's very, very easy to do. All you have to do is go to the TonySodershow.com and then there is literally a moment on there where it's like, ask me something, tell me something. Are you enjoying just listening to me? Uh, What do you want? Because ultimately the thing is, is if you're not happy with me, um, you should tell me uh, so that way I can, um, you know, make the adjustments accordingly. Because like, not necessarily would I believe you all but i'm going to listen uh also follow the tony soto show like the tony soto show rate the tony soto show leave a comment on the tony soto show's itunes page because it truly does help uh if you are in los angeles california on october 3rd come out to the next learn the words bitch at Akbar. That's right. The sign up with Maxwell is 8.30. The showtime is at 9. We have fabulous guest judges. Don't worry, you'll find out later on this week. And um, don't forget Battle Babies is going to be on October 5th at Stash in West Hollywood. Show at 10 p.m. I am the Tony Soto Show on Instagram, Twitter, and the TikTok. I think I got an echo on that. Hmm. Such a pleasure. We'll see you all again next week. Bye.